Hello and welcome to The Key Message, a weekly podcast put out by the Australian National Centre for the Public Awareness of Science, where I, Will Grant. And I, Maren McKinnon. Talk about communicating your research. We look at uh, ways that you can connect with your audiences, things that you can do better. And we build this all based on research and experience. Now, here's one. Here's one. Picture this. You're standing out in front of a lecture theatre full of crowded room and things are going all right, but then you start to realise that maybe you're doing that thing, that thing that your body does when it gets stressed, it gets nervous, it gets out of control and what do you do? You start uh, walking back and forward, you start scratching, you start checking your fly, you start doing weird little fidgeting nods, all sorts of fidgeting there. A lot of people get this. What can we do about it, Marin? Well, first of all, does this happen? Oh, everyone, everywhere, all the time, absolutely. And it's the interesting thing is you don't actually know that you're doing it. Then here's my first question. <laughs> uh, can you give me some critique at the moment? Do I? Do, what's my, what's my bit of? Uh... Ah, you. Whenever you start a sentence and you're thinking, you'll either start with look, look. or you'll clap your hands. <laughs> I clap my hands. <laughs> I, I can believe that. Clap. I like a nice punctuation mark. Indeed. <laughs> Everyone has a thing, but it's um, like you mentioned that you're checking your fly. I had. I had a university lecturer who would consistently do that uh, pretty much at least eight times in a one-hour lecture. And let me tell you, it was quite off-putting. <laughs> they probably didn't want to be doing this. No, like he knew he was doing it though, but it was from an experience he had where... The fly was not... The fly was not done up and he was so scarred by that that it became a, I have to check this all the and time. And so in fairness, his his risk calculation there is what's worse. Be that annoying guy checking my fly every 10 minutes or have something really wrong going yeah, exactly. on. exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing, like half the time you mightn't... You might know that you're doing something, but maybe the audience might be starting to indicate to you, like they might be laughing, starting to play bingo, uh, if you have, oh, <laughs> or, yeah. you know, counting, taking a shot every time you say a particular <laughs> phrase, depending on where you, I don't know, shots in lectures, it's probably not going to happen. But, you know, you, you might know that you actually have these habits. And it's not just about being annoying to the audience or distracting, but it can also reduce your credibility. So if you have a particular habit where you might be playing with your hair or touching your face or uh, just even pacing backwards and forwards, that's really, really distracting for the audience and it limits your credibility. It makes you less believable, less professional and less engaging. Yeah, okay. Okay. Sounds like something we want to stop for a couple of reasons. Uh, definitely. So what do we do? Well, everyone goes, oh God, no, not this, but film yourself. Really? Yeah, oh. it has to be done. So take the pain. Is it really a remedy though, or does it just make you cringe more? Do you then check your fly twice as much? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So you, people will have to let us know what kind of side effects this has. <laughs> <laughs> film yourself. Just have it set up at the back of the room. Film yourself giving giving a talk. Then watch it through. Yep. Like you've never seen it before, like let a week elapse or something if you'd like, and then just watch it and think about, okay, what did I what did I like about that? What really irritated me? I've heard as well if you if you turn the sound off, then you can just focus on what your body's doing. Well, that's step two. So oh. watch it once cold. Yeah. And just sort of know, 
okay, what what was good, what was not. And I think that first watching is just to get past the factor (laughs) of seeing yourself and hearing yourself. So then you turn the sound off and you watch what you do with your body. Like, you know, do you do the box step? Are you constantly walking backwards and forwards? Do you pretend you're a tree and balance on one leg all the time? Do you cross your legs and look like you want to go to the bathroom? All of those kinds of things. Then you swap it around. So you watch it again, but this time you're turning the visual off and you're just listening. Yeah, okay. So, you know, what do you do with your voice? How fast do you talk? Um, What's your diction like? Can you actually understand what you're saying? Um, do you speak too loudly, too softly? And it's just getting used to hearing your voice the way that others hear it. And so that way you can think, okay, I sound really good when I talk like that, not so good when I do that. And so it's just to help you get that better sense of what you are doing. Then once you've got a list of everything, try not to have just a list of everything you hate. You know, pick out some good points as well. I think you should be forced to pick out some good points. I sound really good when I say the word, I don't know, <laughs> what would it be? Obstopoporous. <laughs> Obstoporous? I, I don't sound really good when I say that word. <laughs> <laughs> now I'd like to hear you spell it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, then you get trusted friends or family members or colleagues, like just one or two. You don't need a, you don't need a massive group here. But just one or two people whose opinion you trust and you get them to watch it and give you honest feedback about what are things that you do well and what you can actually change. Then as you start to go through um, and you start to get more practice with your public speaking, just pick one thing to change. So if you're a pacer, just focus on standing still. Like pretend you're a tree, plant both feet, they're your roots. Does it occupy too much of your brain though? Then you then you spend all your time thinking about, I don't, I don't want to pace, I don't want to pace, and then you develop a new nervous tick. You know, you end up locking your feet down. Well, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I don't know. Is it, I think it's better to probably lock your feet down and stand still and stand and deliver, literally, yep. rather than uh, get your 10,000 steps up within a 15-minute presentation. <laughs> awesome. I'm going to find out. I'm going to go and do this. I'm going to go and watch myself. Well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll get the guts to do it. I will listen you if you will. You can do it. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll film myself and watch myself and I'll work out all the things that I could improve on. We can do it together, listener. This has been the key message, a weekly podcast put out by the Australian National Centre for the Public Awareness of Science, where we explore the world of communicating your research. If you have questions, something that you'd like us to cover, to explore, to see if there's better ways to do that thing, send them in. Where do we send them? To the key message, all lowercase, all one word, at anu.edu.au. Awesome. We'll be back for more next week, listener. Cheers.